You're listening to the Antos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories and the pursuit of being in truth. I'm Vod. And I'm Matt. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. Alindy believes as they do. He is a good man, despite it all. He is a good man. A sacrificing man. In truth, all of his actions, all of the deaths, destructions, and pains that he has caused have hurt him deeply. All of these things were, in truth, a kind of sacrifice for him. Alright, chapter 47. Beforehand, though, I want to bring up that epigraph again. Because we talked about it in the past couple of chapters. Quan keeps saying that this guy is a self-sacrificing person. Why choose Rashik over Alindi? Yeah, so again, he's just he's doubling down on everything that we've already heard. So, yeah, again, it doesn't make any sense. All right, so we get Vin's point of view, and the Miss Spirit is watching her again, and she hears the powerful thumping of the Well of Ascension. She believes that thumping is the Well of Ascension. And listeners, here we go. You remember, if you've been following with us, or if not, and you've already just read the first book, and you're joining us for the second one, you remember, I know you do, in the back of your head, right? I remember it with my head. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that when Vin was first explaining to Kelsier in the first book that she could pierce copper clouds, she focused really hard to pierce Kelsier's copper cloud, and she heard a thumping. Off in the distance. Yeah. Off in the distance. Already in book one, Brandon was foreshadowing and just showing that she could sense the Well of Ascension. And if you want to read it again, I think it's the chapter before Kelsier dies uh, is when that happens. Because yeah. then, because he runs away and he says, you need, you have a lot to learn about or something like that. But he just figured it out. And then uh, the next chapter he dies. So yeah, he, she feels that she hears a thumping in the distance when she flared her bronze up. So mm-hmm. anyway. So she can feel the Well of Ascension now. And she gets, you know, she hears zane's voice in her head for a moment and she's like talking about how you know she's asking why do other people have to use her as a knife and everything she just has that feeling again of just being like i'm being used and so or sir asked vin what she's thinking about at this moment and he's just concerned for vin and she sees that he's concerned she says that she started to see the emotion the the human emotions are or the emotions coming through in the dog form and she can read it a lot better now and Orsur talks to her about having, in the past, imitated terrorist servants before. Um, he, and she's like, really? You did that? He goes, why wouldn't I? He's like, well, they're just the perfect servant. And he goes, exactly. Like, they're hard to in, 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 uh, impersonate, but they are also the ones who are in the most important places. So they're they're a good choice. But they arrive back in their in, in her room and Zane is waiting for her. And she notices that the mist is swirling around Zane, but it's also like pushing away. So like it swirls around just like when a normal Mistborn uses it, but it's kind of like pushing off too. And she's super just confused that Zane's here in the first place. And she's like, well, all right, I guess we're going to have the talk now. You know, she sent Zane the text. We need to talk. And here mm-hmm. he is. And so Zane is here to take Vin away. And Zane asks Vin where she would want to go. And she's like, I want to go north to Terrace. And Zane is like, all right, let's do this. I'll go with you, but I want you to save me. And 
as he's taking her hand to lead her out, Vin's like, no, I made the wrong choice. And I'm choosing Ellen here. And she chooses Ellen and and Zane's like, why? Why why would you do that? And he goes, because he's done something that you can't even do. Because when she reached out, when he reached out to grab her hand and pull her, she reached in to pull out a vial of metal so she could jump with him, right? And he flinched really fast and looked back and then saw what she was doing and calmed down. And he's like, that's it. What makes uh, what makes a king a good king? The trust of his people. And apparently, what makes a good partner? Having their trust at all points. And that's what Vin ends up feeling. She thinks back and she says, you could never trust me like he does. That's why I'm choosing him. Even in the moment where he could sense that I was going to leave him. I was going to be done. I was going to end the relationship. He told me he trusted my decisions and trusted me to make whatever choices that I needed to make. And that's ultimately the reason why she's choosing Ellen. And she goes, you know, about it. It's not you, Zane. It's me. And before she can get through the statement, Zane attacks her. And we're talking full Full on attacks. attacks her. He's burning ATM and he's swatting her around like she's nothing. And she knows it. And she knows this time he's coming to kill. He starts telling her that he was supposed to save him. And Vin gives Orsir the code. The code. I think the code is Orsir, get out of here. And so she tries to angle herself in such a way that, that, that Zane throws her into a wall near Orsir. And she reaches out and she goes, give me the ATM. And she reaches out for it. And Orsir doesn't do anything. He doesn't listen to her. And then Zane calls to Tensoon to return to his side. The Chondra was the Chondra. The Chondra spy was the Chondra. So he calls Orsir Tensoon. And Tensoon explains that he had taken over. He had killed Orsir and taken over the dog bones, essentially. Because like he killed, he, he killed Orsir before he became the dog. And then became the dog. Became the dog. So he said, "You've never seen him in the dog form." Yeah, and yeah. So Vin is mad. By Vin's like stupid, stupid Vin, stupid Vin. (laughs) But here's the thing: this fight. So it's a fight. We get to another fight scene, and this fight scene just keeps on escalating because now she's like, "Okay, my Contra is the spy. Great. So that's one more thing against her." He has ATM. That's another thing against her. But I'm going to use Dural. Oh, he has Duralamine too. He knows about Duralamine because Tensoon told her. Tensoon figured it out and told him. Yep. So she has no advantages here. And he's better than her, essentially. And so he pins her at one point and leans down to kiss her and stabs her in her side of her chest. And while she's thinking about this and this is happening, she's going like, Okay, I'll just call on the mist again. I'll call on the mist. Or, like, the ATM is inside of, uh... Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. She, you, she... Oh, no, 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 so... Oh, no, sorry, before she got stabbed, sorry. No, 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 she gets stabbed, uh, or before she got stabbed, she is trying to, like, call into the mists, and they're just ignoring her. It doesn't work. It it doesn't work. She was going to try to pull the ATM out of Orsur's body. Right, and that didn't work, so she does get stabbed. And then Tensoon, which we now know well, is Tensoon. She he lunges out. So here's the thing: we're you're gonna add too. So what happens is she gets cut, but she dodges in such a way that she's able to cut Tensoon's shoulder. 
No, so what happens uh, is he Tensoon Tensoon calls out. No, 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 I got this. Time out. Tensoon calls out, calls out, and uh, says, "Master, be careful. She knows how to manipulate the Chandra." And he's like, "Shut up!" And so she's like, "She's he's warning me. He's saying yeah, something." Yeah. And so he she does a push, and her she feels her mind split, and she's able to control Tensoon, and then through soothing. A Duralum and Soothe. And yeah. so um, she pulls him in, and then that's how he, she's able to get the ATM. So finally, uh, she she gets to get mm-hmm. him on common ground, gets the ATM, sees a shadow split, and they're gone. And it's, it's revealed that it's lead with a, a thin uh, ATM a, coating. I mean, this guy, Zane had her, has her up, down, and sideways. Like, she has zero advantages. She keeps fighting, knowing that she's going to die. And she's like, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way to beat the ATM. Now, I'm going to nerd out here um, because this, when I first read this, I thought it was a little weird and kind of a, kind of a throwaway, but it makes perfect sense. So I'm going to walk through this. What she does is she watches Zane and she sees by his actions what she's going to do in the future. The reason the ATM shadows explode the way they do is because when you can see the future and the other person sees the future, suddenly the future is not is not it's consistent not certain, yeah. because it's like mirrors where you you react and then they react and then they react and then goes back and forth so much that you see eight shadows go everywhere. So when she was watching his hand move like she was going to block, she knew that he was seeing her do that and she responded by fainting and not doing what they what what uh what uh what he saw and she gets a she gets to stab him through the neck yeah and the re what he said what we find out from zane's perspective is very briefly she split and the reason we, and i thought oh she had the power of atm inside her the whole time no she he was seeing her react to her seeing react to him seeing the future yeah and that basically gave her a 50 50 shot he had to choose to do one of the two and he chose wrong right and so that that makes so much sense she essentially i thought for a while that she cleared her mind or something like that and that like made the future uncertain but it wasn't even that she saw him react and then thought Ah, uh, that's the future he's seeing and changed it. And that's why she split for a, a very brief second, stabs him through the neck, and then we get Zane's point of view. Yeah, and it's exactly that. He he says exactly what she said. Her ATM shadow split. And he's like he's trying to talk to her and he he goes he's unsure. I don't I don't think his words actually come out. Right. He's because, trying, but because he's got a knife through his neck. So. Yeah. Uh but he's like, you know, the reason I think I thought you could save me was because you're the only person that God told never told me to kill. And then he hears God's voice and God goes, of course, I didn't want you to kill her. And here's the best part about this, Zane. You're not insane. And then he you dies. never were. Then he dies. <sighs> Chills. God. Okay. <laughs> We have we have a little bit more of the chat yeah, here. We, but, got, we got somewhere to go. But yeah, Tensoon apologizes to Vin for what happened, and you know, Vin Vin explains the glitch in the ATM is what I call it, the glitch in the ATM that 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 you just did, 
And Vin's like, well, what can I do to help you? What can I do to help you? And Tinsoon's like, help me. And she's like, yeah, like, obviously there was a bond. There was a real bond. Tinsoon betrayed his master in a way. Yeah, he did. To, to, to save her. And so he goes, well, I'm sorry. I have to go back to my people now. And that's like the end of that chapter. So going into 48, we get Ellen's point of view. And Ellen's like, well... I have more wood than Jasty's. I guess I could just bribe the Koloss harder than he can. Um, we because because oh, I don't think we mentioned that the the money's, the money's fake. fake. I th- that, that happened you, like last. You day. did throw away that the money was fake, but I in an earlier episode. But I was like, yeah, it's fine. We're gonna find out about that soon. Wait, did I? Yeah, you were like, yeah, he has the fake money, and I. But we didn't find out until just now that it was wood. It was fake I, money. I mean, we didn't figure out now. We figured out last chapter, but I get what you're saying. But I anyway. Heard- so uh my bad um but- and then a scene happens that reminds me of final empire where she bursts the door open and goes i killed chandelarial yep and he's like i, I killed, killed your brother, yeah, killed your brother. <laughs> he's like wait wait my brother <laughs> he's like there's so many questions i have right now but are you bleeding yeah <laughs> exactly and she's like well you know don't leave me and ellen's like fine i'm gonna drag you to Sazed," and he drags her to Sazed, and just it's it's literally the same scene because like says it's like in his nightgown opens the door like i'm like i'm thinking of the meme where it's like the guy who's like looking at the lightning lights yeah he's squinting his eyes the says and like he's just then he sees that he goes well i gotta go get that and just immediately grabs his metal mine his surgical kit essentially and goes out to fix her up and ellen's freaking out and says like listen all right and he's joking with vin and ellen's like this is not a time for joking and says it's like dude she's awake with pewter she, that's a good sign. She's fine. He's like, look, she's talking. It's going to be okay. Uh, I can tell you from medicine. That's uh, not always the case, but you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she's like, he's going to be fine. And he's fixing her up and everything. And then we get the whole... Uh, again, another Pirates of the Caribbean, third, World's End reference. Barbosa, marry, marry us. us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Season, marry us. Season's like, this isn't a good idea at all. And then, And then he's like... I declare you married. <laughs> That's about how it goes. Because what? It, what was it? It's just like so. You said what religions? How many do you have? A lot. What's the fastest one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was funny. It was. It was a whole funny scene. Yeah. It. It was a good moment too, right? Like they finally are just like, yeah, this is it. And says is like, no, no, seriously, like this is for real, for real. There's no divorce. There's cross, cross your heart, pinky promise. This mm-hmm. right now. No takesies backsies. Yeah, no takesies backsies. And they agree and they are married. And dang, man. Says it's a snake for once. Says mm-hmm. it uses this moment to essentially put his plan into action and tricks them both into going to seek the Well of Ascension. And he's like, I can draw you a map. And Vince, like, let's do it. And Ellen's like, forever. Let's go. Ride or die. We're going. We're going with this. And says it's even like, we're going to get like, oh, Penrod's here. We're going to give the city to Straff. We're going to be fine. You can come back. We can organize a rebellion. And in says it's mine. We heard from the last chapter, last couple of chapters. They all know they're going to die. There's mm-hmm. no handing anything over. It's not going to happen that way. And says it's like, well, I wonder how the future is going to judge me as he's walking to go fabricate the map because everything he told about the, he even mentioned that, oh, when you take the Well of Ascension, maybe it'll undo the Coloss and they'll all die. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because that was with the Lord Ruler, maybe that's something the Lord Ruler did. He did crazy things, so maybe that'll fix everything. And Caesar just lied through his teeth to them to get them out. And 
Caesar's like, well, I wonder how the world's going to judge me considering everything I said was a lie. I hope I did the right thing. That's the end of part four. Oh, it was so neat. Again, I, I I already got to nerd out about the ATM thing because when I first read it again, it was just weird. I, it made me think, I thought she like cleared her mind and that somehow made it less predictable. I was like, that's lame. That doesn't make any sense. But this makes so much more sense. If she's responding to him responding to the future, that's the same thing as the ATM shadows. Um, but I mean, still, it's a little weird, I guess, because, you know, of course you're going to... I guess, um, you know, respond to whatever someone's doing, but she was watching him to figure out like, where was she going to move next? And I guess it was understanding ATM as it was. That's what did it. Yeah. And to me, it was acceptable too, because, you know, when you think about that, it's like, how do you keep your mind clear in such a way that you're only going to react to exactly watching him react? That seems really difficult. But in this one situation, it seems completely plausible and makes sense because it was in a, a stressful moment, but not a chaotic moment. Mm-hmm. She was focused on a one-on-one uh, opponent. It makes sense to me that that can be done. Um, because when we think about ATM in general, when all the shadows split, you'd go, wow, that would be incredibly hard to follow, except for the mm-hmm. fact that ATM enhances your mind. Right, right, right. So, I mean, it's at least plausible, and it was essentially a lucky shot. I mean, it was um, it happened to work out that way for her. Let's put it this way. If Zane knew that that was a possible thing that could occur, it wouldn't have worked. Right, right, right. I mean, no one knew how to actually combat ATM, but at least that made some sense. Like, yeah. made, it made more sense than my thought was, oh, she, like, focused, you know, cleared her mind, so she didn't know how she was going to react, so how could he, or whatever. No, that's not what happened. It, it literally was. She predicted the future by watching him react to the future mm-hmm. and that's what made it split and that's the whole reason the splits happened in the first place mm-hmm. so it made perfect sense um so i mean so many things you know one when we did when she did the alamancy on on uh now we know 10 soon 10 soon yeah. um we thought he just got hurt like i mean that's what i thought like I was, but in reality what we found here was he could she could control him 100 percent, and he even said like the alamancers would make us their slaves you know after the mm-hmm. fact um but finding out that Tensoon was the contra like the spy the whole time go back through okay oh yeah and listen to these chapters all right obviously I think it was like chapter i don't want to say 18 but if, you, if you're a new reader and you're just doing a follow-along do not go to our do not go to our spoiler episodes because we mentioned these things in there. But do not go there because th- those are Cosmere wide. Mm-hmm. You'll get ruined for future books and everything. So don't do that. But now that we're kind of in this, right, we can kind of talk about that. Look at go back through the minute the minute that uh, Vin came to Orsur air quotes there in the dog body. His voice changed. His voice changed in the audio reading of the book. If you're going through the audio reading. But on top of that, he comes out and says, Mistress, I'm sorry I didn't tell you this would take so long. And Vin goes, wait, you, you did, you tell, did me that. tell me that. Exactly. And then there's several moments throughout the book where she goes, you told me that already. Or you know that about me. And and Tensoon, you know, or Sir, but Tensoon really was like, you're right. You're right. Where, and then he like helped her out. And she's like, thanks for helping me. And he's like, it's in the contract, Mistress. She's like, yeah, but you've never done that before. Exactly. And he's kind of like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> I got I to gotta be mean. And then there was another time when she goes, she goes, hey, when Kelsier, when you took Kelsier's body, what did you tell people? And he just 
shrugged and he's like, I don't know. I just kind of said this stuff. I, I preached kill the masses. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> overthrow the government. The time was come and stuff like that. It's really all general. Vague. Right, really exactly. Vague, yeah. And so, like, again, when we went through the second read-through, like, seeing that was super neat. And I love that we got to get to the reveal now that we can talk about it. A big thing, too, that pointed out, which I'm really curious about now, too, is he said he killed Orsur. He did. The Chondra can be killed. Well, he said that again from the beginning, uh, like I, a I few know, chapters ago. I know, but how did he do it? Well, so here was the other thing. When I when I went through the second read through, I always wondered when exactly did the change happen? Because I forgot. I, I felt like super depressed when we found out that Tensoon was Tensoon because I thought Orsur was the one she was bonding with. Mm-hmm. But it turns out Orsur, when you look at what the interactions, he didn't like her. Like he really didn't like her mm-hmm. um, and she didn't like him. And when Tensoon takes over, he took over as soon the very first time we see him as a dog. That's the ver- yep. that's the first time we see Tensoon and Osir's not there. And from then on, they bonded. And now it actually makes some sense that they had bonded so easily because Tensoon has no history with Vin at all at that point. And Osir has all the baggage of up to that point, Vin treating him like trash. Right. And being like really, really snooty to him and all this other stuff. But almost from the get-go, the first interaction with Tensoon is positive like when she, she that's when she's first turning around oh, man. i'm gonna keep dropping some moments here because they keep flying back into my head there are times where i would like look at you right and we right before we do an episode where one of these moments would pop up i'd go like oh i need to not put too much inflection in that and things like that like another one was when zane would approach uh tinsu would yeah. always tell Vin that she he didn't trust zane he didn't trust zane or like when he approached mm-hmm. one time tinsu or seer tinsu visibly shied away from right right and like oh just so many cool moments uh every time zane said go do this thing he'd be like don't do that thing you know don't do it and she wouldn't listen yeah and it was just awesome to see i think another big one in the very beginning that was pointed out was like was like uh vin was like or sir you've never been this mouthy before yeah right (laughs) So these are, again, these are like, if you go look at our, listen to our episodes beforehand, we pointed out every single time there was an inconsistency. Uh, literally, we, we went out of our way to be like, yeah. And then he said this and we said, and, 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 and Vin was like, you already said that. And he was like, oh, okay. We pointed them out on all of our previous episodes. So if you go back to those episodes, you will see like, we actually were like kind of dang- dangling that there, but it was all built up. Like it was very consistent. Um, it's just so funny all reading back on it now that the signs were all there to show that Tensoon was had taken over or sir. Um, so that was super neat. Um, but we get the the big thing. The other big thing that kind of gets like missed in all this is like we confirm that the thumping that she senses is the well of ascension. Like that's confirmed. It's confirmed. Yeah. Um. Well, essentially confirmed. Like she believes it's the well of ascension. But I mean. I, I love that you pointed out that like how we said in the previous episodes on in, in Final Empire um, that she sensed a thumping like in the distance like she was like trying to find uh, Kelsier and she closed her eyes. She's like, what's that thing over? And then she saw Kelsier, mm-hmm. you know, and was able to pierce this cloud. Um, and so like the thing that I got thrown off on was she always like thought she had to go to Northern Terrace. And then says it's like, yeah, I know where the Well of Ascension is. And it's in Northern Tellers right under this mountain. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I didn't remember that. And then finding out that, oh, he tricked him. 
Yeah, he's he was just giving him a reason to run away. To um, which I feel like there's a movie that did that. There's a reference. Uh, oh, it was um, it was one of the Terminators. Uh, where oh Terminator Three. Yeah, yeah. He had Judgment up, Day or something. Like yeah, that. they end up saying, "Hey, here's how you can go kill Skynet," and mm-hmm. then it was actually just a bunker, and yeah. they were like, "Yeah, you were never gonna kill Skynet. This is just so you can survive." Yeah. So. I mean, this is actually kind of a big roller coaster. These next two chapters, we're starting to get the rumbles of the Sanderlanch coming in, and the end of part four. I mean, there's we're it's not as big of a cliffhanger, I think, as the previous one was. Because I mean, the previous the previous part ended with Ellen like losing his throne, but like we're all like built up to it. Like Straff now knows that he just needs to leave. The Kolas are going to be teed off to come to, to come in and take the city. Vin and Ellen are going to be sent away from the city. I mean, they're all like, it's all teeing up to be incredible. And the thing for me is this portion of the book, uh, I consistently think about, I think about it in the future, what my kind of favorite parts of most of the series is. And this portion always comes up at least in the top three for me. And it's an incredible moment because we're going to see that the crew and says it and everyone, they're not going to try to go down without a fight. Hey everyone, Vod here. Please rate our podcast and follow us for regular episodes Monday through Friday. If you enjoy listening, consider subscribing. We are a very small project, so please support us with likes and comments. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ontos. That's patreon.com slash O-N-T-O-S. Thanks again, and remember, our sentience depends on you.